If you're married, what is it like to be single? If you're single, what is it like to be married? These answers and more on Single and 40, a show on love, life, and everywhere in between. I'm your host, Jennifer Hazard, and you're not alone in your journey. Join in as we discuss the exhilarating highs and the hilarious lows of dating and relationships in middle age. Whether you're rediscovering love after divorce, embracing single life, or diving into the dating scene for the first time in decades, we've got you covered. Let's laugh, learn, and love together as we uncover the secrets to thriving in the world. 40 is not just an age, it is an energy. Get ready, Single and 40 starts now. Welcome back to another episode of Single and 40, the show on love, life, and everywhere in between. I'm your host, Jennifer Hazard. Ta-da! Yay! It's me! Uh, first and foremost, disclaimer per usual, this is an, a, a not a, a kid-friendly show, so skedaddle kiddos, uh, you know, adult content coming your way. So there you have it. I've said it. Do what you may. Um, I have an amazing, special, special human with me today. Oh, I'm so excited. Uh, do you want to introduce yourself? Sure. I'm Toba <laughs> Abigail. Uh, I'm an energy reader and uh, also known as the spiritual concierge, simply because people come to me and I can help them unravel and look at their energy and where they're feeling stuck and then help guide them to other experts and information. So, and other information. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Um, So Tova is actually based in LA, but we became friends here in New York. She's founder of Vibe House. Uh, and again, just a special unicorn human being. Uh, Tova and I met a bajillion years ago. I was actually, we were remembering uh, when we met and it was actually, I was in downward facing dog and I like looked behind me. And for those of you not watching, just listening, Tova always has had amazing pink hair. Uh, not always, but for quite some time. Oh, and I was in downward facing dog. So like upside down and I see her like a row behind me and being <laughs> like, who is this like energetic unicorn person with pink hair and then come to find out we're both friends with the with a yoga teacher what up mary we love hey, you mary shout yeah. out uh, Best yoga teacher in new york dm me if you want to know her information uh <laughs> but <laughs> that's how i met tova it seems like forever but oh, like yeah. life partner moments just like our energies and souls connected i'm like truly, truly. <laughs> <laughs> and today we're kind of going to be talking about again because tova is so magical and special we're going to be talking about different modalities when it comes to dating so tarot astrology energy um human design i all i i've been fudging up and saying s snl like Saturday oh. Night Live, but um, but the it's Secret S-L-R. Language Network. Yes, so Secret Language Network S L N, um, not Saturday Night Live, uh, because it's auto corrected, and when I've been texting people about it, um, and patterns and relationships and how relationship dynamics come into, you know, the 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 universe, the uh, existential things. <laughs> uh, so diving in a little bit um we we've talked about a whole bunch of stuff um first things first okay so star chart things i just wanted to kind of talk about this real quick because the information that you need to do an accurate chart yeah chart astrology chart Mm -hmm. is is what so your astrology chart as well as your human design chart is based off of the coordinates of where all the planets were the moment you were born or the moment you took your first breath. So that those coordinates would be your position on the planet and from the perspective of Earth where those planets were is how you're influenced and what is essentially describing the energy you're coming in with. So that would be your birth day, your birth time exactly to the minute, um, as well as the city and location. So 
I'm going to ask you a question because a lot of my friends know, like, they're like, oh, I was born here. And like, uh, obviously, you know your birthday. But if you don't know the exact time, but if you were like, it was in the morning or it was at night or whatever, if you don't have like, I was born at 7.57 a.m. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you don't have that exact time, is are you still able to get like an accurate reading? I would definitely recommend if you really want to do a deep dive. I mean, you can get a general sense often and you can, especially with human design, you can get a general sense of when do different planets move through the different parts of your chart. So some 10, 15 minutes, sometimes even a half hour may not make such a big difference. On the other hand, I have someone that I've worked with who with one minute of a difference is either a Scorpio rising or a Sagittarius rising, or even another friend of mine like is born on a particular day and within a one to 20 minute stance is either a Leo or a Cancer. So it really depends on what is going on and which planets are connecting with which. So really you can get a general sense, but if you were going to say, do a big investment on like, a really in-depth human design reading or an astrocartography session where you look at like what places on the planet, you want an accurate uh, birth time. You can call hospitals, especially if you're born in the US or different places. Sometimes you have to pay like a $20 fee for them to like go back into their <laughs> their files, but definitely best to get your from your birth certificate or from a baby book. Some people still have the baby bracelet. Like you'd be surprised where you can find your birth time. So um, I would definitely say do the best you can. If you can't get a general sense asking who's around your mom, your dad, who's ever in the, who was ever in the picture at the time that would remember, but you'd be surprised people, a lot is going on that day. And a lot of people really don't remember, like, I thought it was at this time. And then they go to check and it's like a completely different like they're like time. it was in the morning at some time but exactly it could be, like, and then it's like 1 a.m or, or 11 a.m yeah like what exactly. the hell? like there's a lot of time in the morning exactly and just because again um mind you tova is my star chart reader and has been forever and like so again <laughs> hit her up she's amazing uh but if okay so what's the difference between like your sun moon and rising so like your sun is like your like normal astrology it's how you're moment. expressing yourself it's your it's the sun like when you think about the actual sun in the sky it's it's the thing that shines just out of you it's 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 how you are expressing yourself and then your moon is more your emotions and what how you are processing and like how you move energetically through the world and then your rising sign is more about your identity and how you're perceived. So uh, even though a lot of people can mistake in like the difference between your sun sign and your rising sign, they really express quite differently. Um, And you tend to shift more in my experience, your rising sign, like a lot of times, and this could be an exciting thing for people who are just maybe going to look at their chart for the first time is I I often say the day you find out what your rising sign is, you actually begin to embody those qualities like almost Im- immediately because you you get this awareness of, oh, that's more how I should, what I should be integrating into my kind of sparkle. <laughs> so it's into a, my essence. different transits to that, like would be a lot of a lot of uh rising sign transits would um often be like sort of appearance changes and things like that. And just so the world knows, what is your sun moon and rising? I am a Taurus sun, 29 degrees, so the tail end of Taurus, uh Leo rising. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> and I am a Gemini moon. So if I talk on tangent, you can blame the moon. So it's the moon. <laughs> and I'm a Virgo, Virgo rising. And then I have all of the Virgos and everything. And mm-hmm. Tova loves to. Be- okay. Yeah. Like gajillionaire Bur- Virgo nonsense. And I'm like, hey, 
It's great. Okay. Burgers are amazing. Um, there's more billionaire Obviously, burgers. Obviously, I married one. <laughs> I know. I'm like, yes, Virgo. Married one, um, got married on a Virgo new moon. I'm I'm all about Virgo. You need to like get things in order, you know? <laughs> I was like, what up, Virgos? Shout out. Um, okay. So just so people have a little bit of understanding of astrology and all of that kind of stuff. Do you think that male female like so a male virgo female virgo same or are we talking i i think different same same but different no i very much think it's very different in the same sense that i would say when you kind of look at like birth order psychology you know where it's um it's based off of your experience so right now we've been living in such a more um male masculine conditioned society or like a lot of people want to say patriarchy. So I do think men are going to move through that type of energy different than women. So I do see a lot of uh, differences and I, but the way I, I hope I make sense when I say the same way I would perceive like someone's birth order and where they fall, are they an only child? Are they a middle child? Are they, I think that's like a good uh, example or something I would compare it to in terms of like 1000% for those not watching again, I'm nodding my head and <laughs> being like, I got it. I'm picking up what you're throwing down. Cause that is always something that I always think. And I was like, Virgo men are way different than Virgo women. But I, I was like, I don't know, maybe that's just my experience with. Well, yeah. Cause you're going to think the of people. like what, in, in what context are they, sort of bringing order order or um finding what needs to be fixed you can even look at that in terms of and of course i'm speaking on a very broad scale of like splitting the genders here but for the most part like if you think of like what is men's um what is their relationship towards fixing versus women's relationship towards fixing is like, how much are you looking towards the past of like, I was wrong and I need to fix this or even like emotions needing to deal with emotions. Like, let me just fix this. And like, I, I don't want to feel this way anymore. Where with women, it's more about like that improvement. Like, ah, it's more about changing the recipe. Like this was a little salty. Next time I'm going to do a little less salt. And there's less of that shaming of the self to make a difference or shift something or fix something. And it's more about, oh, no, I just want to do this as an improvement. So I think a lot of that can tend to um, make the difference. Yeah. Like, part. Okay. And then is there a, not like a rule, but like the only, that's the only word that coming to my mind when it comes to like people you know, like, oh, Virgos and Sagittarius are like, no, no. Um, or like Virgos and Capricorns. I'm just picking right. up Virgos because that's so just I, uh, like the, they're like, oh, yeah, it. they're naturally like there's happy. something to it. It's obviously it's just your sun sign. So when we were talking about earlier with like the location of all the planets and their relationship to each other when you were born. So that's going to be very different for every person. So now we're just going to erase all of the planets that we were just talking about that make up your energy field. And now we're just going to single out just the relationship between your sun and your partner's sun sign. So that is actually the context of what we were talking about, the SNL, <laughs> the SLN, um, the secret language network. It's just something that I have, it, you know, it's kind of a more mainstream, fun little addition tool that I like to share with people even though you might find like, oh, I didn't really resonate with my birthday. A lot of times you can see maybe you don't resonate with it right now, but that there was a point in time where you were more expressing that way. And that book, that relationship dynamic is the relationship between your two sun signs and the week around those two sun signs. So it's more about speaking of those two energies. So again, the two sun signs, how you express yourselves. Then you'll take into account, you might have in terms of elements, like two earth signs are going to get, they're going to get along better than, you know, fire and water different elements, <laughs> right? Fire and water. But it's like, you kind of think about it. It's, it's still a spectrum. Like, so it's, what is the, what are you trying to accomplish? It's like, 
yes, water can, you know, put out fire, but it also can create steam, which does a different effect. So it's just important to, you're, you're, you're sort of isolating two of the planets, which can give you a lot of context, but then you kind of can bring in your moons. And if your moons are really compatible with one another or the different planets on the chart, you're, you're going to start bringing in different ingredients into the mix. So it, and again, I say as well is it's still a spectrum and every dynamic and any uh, characteristic or trait is still a spectrum. So it's, if you have the capacity to go one way, there's a complete opposite um, ability or interaction that's going to happen on the other side of that spectrum. So like you could have like a, a rageful, whatever dynamic between someone, but if, but rage and passion are on the same spectrum. So if you have this like rage, it's like, actually there's this ability to have a lot of passion and potential. I, and I love all of that. Cause uh, it's like kind of that a little same like frequency thing where you like people get in a fight and it's like fights and like it's foreplay for them. And they're just like, and then they're like ripping each other's clothes off and exactly. they're heated. Like, exactly. Uh, and I'm like, <laughs> you guys are Coco Lopez, but that's just me. I'm not trying to fight and then go to pound town. Um, <laughs> that's not my vibe, but I, I know people that they, they're like, this is foreplay for them. And I'm like, cool. But you can uh, see that even in relationship, just like if you wanted to go into like, attachment theory and all these different relationship things like that oftentimes couples will almost if there is no connection they will fight and and fighting will then replace connection so you can see these things this isn't this oh it's just astrology it's like you can find these pat it's patterns astrology is just patterns and cycles and gathered information and how you synthesize it all. So you can find those patterns in any kind of relationship psychology, you know, study. Study. And then my one my <laughs> other question before it floats out of my mind is because you're a cusper. I am uh, a cusper. I, I was like, how much is like, I, again, I know a lot of cuspers. So like yeah. if you are, you know, May 21st, May 20th, May 22nd, like you're right there between yeah. Taurus, Gemini. What, like, is it just like, it's, is, do you need to find your star chart to like be like, this is what you are? Or is it like, what's the, so what do you do? Being a cusper is, well, wow, what a loaded question. Well, <laughs> I know, I'm okay. sorry. Well, no, so being, <laughs> being a cusper just means that we're thinking, we're talking about every sign has 30 degrees. So when you think about it, it's like, are you coming in with the energy of zero degrees? Like just the beginning of the chart, just coming in to experience that planet just entering versus when the planet has now for, depending on the planet, in this case, the sun sign has already traveled through all 30 degrees is now at the 29th degree has accumulated all this knowledge and uh, experience of that archetype, uh, each sign being an archetype and having a flavor, it's been marinating in it for so long. So, you know, it's funny because I'm already like getting the image to explain. It's like, yeah, if you marinate your chicken for like uh, five minutes versus an overnight, like, yeah, it's going to be so much more flavorful. And so that's why it's so important to make sure you are getting those times. Cause like even a, a friend of mine, her daughter was just born and everyone was like, Oh, cancer, cancer, cancer. And I was like, is she? And I went to go plug it in zero degrees and one minute Leo. So that's like, no, 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 that baby waited. <laughs> that baby waited was like, I will wait the 10 minutes. I am going to be a Leo. <laughs> so I a love nine is going to have all this accumulated wisdom and knowledge, but you also kind of like leaving, you're about to graduate college. It's like, oh my God, I know all this stuff. And but now it's like, wait, I know nothing about going out into the world. Like, so you have all this flavor, but you're actually about to go start something new. So it sometimes has like a inherent, like, 
insecurity, like a, almost like an imposter syndrome around that archetype. Got it. Okay. And then I know that you're married. I went to her wedding. She had an amazing wedding. It was stunningly beautiful. Thank and she looked you. gorgeous. <laughs> like a freaking Disney is princess. Life is messy. Marry a Virgo. <laughs> um, facts, people. Facts. Uh, <laughs> but when you were single and you were dating, mind you, Tova was a part of the Bumble campaign here in New York that she was like on subways with things. And I was just like, yeah. Very exciting um, I time. I like the West 4th Street stop. And I was like, that's <laughs> I, was, I was so proud. Um, but when you were dating, because we've talked about this, there were certain things that you would do before you went on the date. Oh, my God. Well, so, so many things. You know, we talked a little bit about SLN. I think it's so good to just go look at your dynamic. You can if you have and you just need your their birthday. You don't even need their birth time. But like, look at your day. But what about, do you need their location? Like, or not, not like, for SLN. Hey, I, your I, I think it's just like, a fun. Yeah. I think it's a fun addition, especially if you see it's like ideal for love or ideal for marriage or, you know, in my case, it's kind of funny because I married my ideal for parent child. So in, in many ways, you actually can't like outrun your karma, like where it's like, what is your relationship helping you integrate or heal or, you know, become your authentic self. So that would be one just like fun thing. Additionally, like there's things like the pattern that give you, which we can touch on as well. It's not as relevant, but I did like using these apps to kind of just, especially for me as an astrologer, energy reader, tarot card, it's sometimes hard to read for yourself. So I really enjoyed using like different tools. Um, I would pull a tarot card. Like, <laughs> Is tarot and oracle card the same thing? No. So tarot is very specific archetype. So it's like the, the entire deck is based off of the major arcana and the minor arcana. So major life, um, major life uh, events and more like, like the queen of pentacles. Right. And that's more like a day to day. So like I would sometimes pull that or even an Oracle card, depending because Oracle cards, they're kind of more interpretive in terms of like the imagery, like it's whatever up to the artist was. Oh, yeah. They're more like way ethereal and like, yeah, like beautiful. they but based off of whatever the artist wants. And it's not based off of this archetypal story of like the hero's journey, which is the tarot is based off of. Um, and Oracle cards, they each kind of more have the theme of the creator of the deck, which would sort of bring up uh, different themes. And it's the way I used it was, especially living in New York and going through the dating scene of New York, it, there it can bring up, it brings up a lot. It's going to really help you, number one, become your authentic self by revealing through those relationship patterns, whether they're exciting events or like, you know, sadness and heartbreak, it's, you sometimes just want to hear that, like, you're not, that you're, you're still on the right path. Like you can sometimes get a little discouraged in the dating world, I feel. Yes. And for me, or, yeah, Oracle cards were just kind of the message that I needed to hear in that moment. So I would kind of bring that in or like to reveal like, how does, what does he think about me? Or like, is he looking for a relationship? How's this date going to go? And the funny thing is, is even when you get the truth, you don't always, you don't always listen to it. Like I would pull cards. I would be like, why am I getting this conflict card? And then it was like <laughs> not a great date. And we kind of were not in agreement about certain things. It's like, I'm not the type of person where I'm just going to take it as it's like, I take it all as a grain of salt. It's just information. I kind of equate it to, don't you want to know it's going to rain? Like, so you could take an umbrella in case, like, that's how I look at it. <laughs> I'm like, not going to lie. I totally was pulling cards yesterday and being like, okay, here's the things. Um, did you ever look up their human design? Oh, well, literally when I met my husband <laughs> that night, we met through friends and we're sitting, I was invited to this uh, dinner party to meet him and I'm sitting there and I'm across the way and I'm just like, I asked him what his birthday is and I'm like, okay, Virgo, great. This is wonderful information. And I just go, do you know what time you're born? <laughs> like just flat out, probably <laughs> Wait, the first he, thing. 
<laughs> Does he know that you have like your magical powers or were I mean, you just like, he didn't know that like at the time, he didn't know much. Like he, we were introduced through friends and she was okay. just like, you need to meet my friend. And uh, so I had asked him what his birth time was. And as I get it, I'm just like, oh, hold on. <laughs> and I literally You're at the table, like one minute, up please. On my phone. And it was, it was, it was very funny because like really in that moment as someone that I can read it and I know my chart by heart, I'm looking at his chart going, this is crazy. Like so many interesting alignments, like so many personal planets, like right opposite each other to the same degree, like so many destined, like kind of points where it's like in that moment, I'm like, he's like, you know, saying to me like, oh, like, are we compatible? And I'm like thinking, I don't know what this is. (laughs) Wait, and so let's reverse here. Back up. Okay, so for the... Who... (laughs) Wait, so like in 30 seconds, what is human design? Okay, so human design is a compilation of all the ancient um, spiritual teachings, for lack of a better word, that's not coming to me right now. Um, So we're talking astrology, Kabbalah, because you have the tree of life in Kabbalah, uh, the I Ching, the Hindu Brahma chakra system, you know, seven chakras. Like the chakras, yes. Um, am I missing something right now? And like biomechanics or something like that. At that part, I, I'm not as well versed in, but it's basically where the planets are in astrology. Basically, it was a almost being able to take all of those separate teachings and realizing they were just puzzle pieces of this greater uh, overlapping patterns. So as the planets move through the zodiac sign, those zodiac degrees match up exactly with the I Ching, which also match up with the gates of the Kabbalah tree of life which also then translate to the what well, was the seven centered being that then at with the discovery of Uranus, which is part of turning 40, which we can get into if you want. But the discovery of Uranus, essentially, we uh, discovered the planet Uranus through, you know, telescopes um, and realized, oh, there are more planets beyond Saturn beyond what our eye could see. And that started to shift consciousness of there's more than what we're able to see with our naked eye. And that was the same time as essentially the rise of the industrial revolution. So we've been living (laughs) from pre-industrial revolution. We were Saturn beings and we would die at 30. And then at the discovery of Uranus and the shift of the Industrial Revolution, we started to live a Uranian life, which is 84 years. So we have been living as a what is called a Uranian being in human design. And that shifted us from the Hindu Brahma seven-centered being to a nine-centered being. And your human design chart will go over all the mechanics of what that means. What is your aura type? How do you operate? How does your mind work? How does your digestive system work? Which centers like are there's blocks and things in mm-hmm. there? And you, it's like again, which the ones defined, which is authentically you, versus which centers are actually open, where you're more porous to pick up your environment or the people around you. So it just is kind of um, the way I use human design. In addition to astrology, astrology I'll use with like kind of your default settings and like transits, because I like looking at it as a circle chart. And human design is with more how how can you move through your life in better alignment with yourself? Almost like if you were a machine, like what's your instruction? Like what do we do first? (laughs) Like what's your manual type of thing? Oh, 100% it's a manual. And it's all, Uh it's, it's all, as they say, it's all an experiment. Try it out. See if you feel better and feel more in alignment with your life. 
And you went, I remember when you were like taking classes for this and, and going to school for all of this stuff. So if you want to dive deep, there's books, there's things, there's all of this oh, stuff out there yeah. for it. Especially now, so yeah. different than when I, <laughs> the first time I found human design, I was so turned off by it. But then once I, I then first studied evolutionary astrology and then human design made sense to me, but now it's getting so much more mainstream and so many more people are using it. I think, especially if you have kids it's really for kids to be raised according to their design. It is just a much easier way where you're not like the whole thing about what I was saying about having your Uranus opposition around 40 is like you go through this phase of deconditioning. What was expected of you for you to be and be living as, and to actually decondition from those pressures and live more authentically as yourself. I, well, this is all like the self-discovery <laughs> and understanding self and uh, living an authentic self. So knowing your star chart, knowing your human design, knowing your SLN, I almost said it again, S uh, secret language, knowing that, uh, all of those things, but because we're taught, we wanted to talk, we're Uranian people and the, you know, this is, this is for anybody, but at, at what you said, it was the age of 42 mm -hmm. is yeah. when you go through us. Because again, everything cycles, everything's patterns, mm -hmm. everything's all of that kind of stuff and understanding it. So what is this? It's Uranus super exciting. <laughs> like, I think it's so exciting. And I looked up your date. I think, I think, I don't want to go back. My and, date? Yeah, I think your oh. exact Uranus opposition is like August of 2026. Um, so, uh, but as you approach that, so a lot of people might be familiar with their Saturn return, which is Saturn going around your chart in 30 years. So your Saturn opposition is a 15 year um, kind of click in uh, or 14 years rather. Um, and your Uranus opposition is essentially half of that 84 year cycle. So Uranus where it was when you were born it starts going on this little journey. And when it meets it, you're starting to approach your 40, 41, 42, which was, you know, considered your like the midlife crisis, you know, it's, oh my God, what have I been doing? And I need to like break out of all these patterns. So a lot of people, especially Uranus is also responsible for trauma healing and integration. And also like, um, <sighs> it's also related to astrology and human design and all of these types of things as well. So kind of it starts to help you break free and decondition yourself to start living more authentically. And that could come from uncomfortable situations. It can come from a little bit of chaos. It can come from externally, like external chaotic events. It can come from an internal, like, I can't keep doing this anymore. Like the jig is up. And so I think it's really it's, it can be a really exciting time, but you have to look at it that way. Like, I think people who come to astrology and human design and they're more fearful and like, how do I prepare for this? How do I prepare for this? It's actually helping you understand what your own nervous system regulation is like. And Uranus is also the nervous system. So you might start doing nervous system regulation practices and healing past uh, like system shock that you've experienced in your life that you're like, let me make sure I have everything in order. If the rug gets pulled out from under me, I know we kind of went on a tangent. <laughs> I know this is, I like, honestly, in my head for at least for women, um, I know so many women at 42 are like on the verge of 42 are getting divorced, like in yeah. this past week, like, That's or separated huge. and all of these things. And like that, exactly what you said of, um, like, I don't want to do this anymore. Like I'm at this point and like, I'm still young. I still want, I don't want to live the rest of my life with this or doing this or yeah. um, having like a health scare or something like this. And like, fuck this dude, I'm going like, yeah. um, and you, you're like, what have you been doing? I've been having a great time. So I'm like, I don't know, I guess 42, I'm just gonna be having more fun. Yeah. Uh <laughs> You know what? It's true. You kind of look back because again, coming out of being Saturn beings and we're almost, our society is still almost still trying to function as if we're living Saturn lives. Like, why are you asking a 15 year old kid what they want to be when they grow up? What are you doing? Like that? It's such a way. It's like, we're not Saturn beings. Why are we getting married at, you know, 20, 21, 22? Cause we're fertile. Like, do we need to have 20, 10 kids to like help with the farm? Like, what are we talking about? So it's, 
we as a society have shifted, but like our, our, like the people have shifted, but the, the societal, uh, benchmarkers haven't, but it's like, why do you, then you're getting married at 20. Well, yeah. But when you died at 30, you were like, okay, that was nice. Like, that was great. But it's like, now you're like living and becoming a whole expansive person. And, and Uranus is also like, things that are so outside of the box and meeting people that are outside of what you were conditioned of, like meeting exotic or interesting people, people with different belief systems. And so you're like going to come up against new ways of like seeing your life. And so I think it's like, we need to be helping create this new pattern. Like I was so happy on my wedding day. I'm like doing my hair and makeup. I'm like looking in the mirror and I just was like, I'm so glad this didn't happen sooner. Like there were definitely nights I was crying in my New York apartment going like, when am I going to meet him? Like, where is he? <laughs> and like, I just she? was so, I was so grateful. Like I had a whole life. We're coming in as two, like two whole people, not to say like that that's easy. I think getting married at like 20 or your early twenties, you're going to grow up together more. Whereas like well, your it, brain's fully not formed until you're 25. So I'm like, don't yeah. care until you're like in your mid thirties. Cause you're still yeah. figuring your shit out. Uh, right. And it's like, there's hence, a, hence single and 40. Yeah. <laughs> and there's the positives and negatives of that. You know, you kind of like create your little home together and like, maybe things are a little smoother versus when you've both been like single and it's like, no, this is where I want the glasses in the kitchen. And this is where I want that. Like, you you have more of your your set in your ways. <laughs> so, you know, I think each thing has its pros and cons and it's personal to each person. But I think getting adjusted to what it is you want and feeling the freedom, which is what Uranus wants to do, is you want to feel that freedom of being your authentic self that sometimes when you're in that relationship, you're like, you feel like your your decisions aren't just solely your own. You are taking into account that your decisions are going to impact the person you're with. Totally. Uh, and also, we did not discuss this, but we're, we're chiming into it now that Tova is a, a little channeler, channeling. I don't know what you call that. Yeah. Ch- you kind of, yeah, you, you, I was like, I'll like tap like, in, I'll tap in tap I'll get- a tapper, uh, <laughs> a tapper into things. I wanted to know, is that, when did you figure that out about yourself? Like when we're like, when was your like, oh shit, I did. Cause mind you, we've been in again, star chart. She's doing all my things and all of this stuff. And like, she does meditating beforehand and she's like, I saw these things. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then like we saw like a spider or something, and she's like, "What is that? Uh, totem, totem animal, oh, uh, totem. Uh, uh, totem animal. Yeah, yes, spirit like a power animal. animal. Yeah, yeah." And I was like, "She's like, oh, the Google us afterwards or certain songs and all of these things." Um, but when did you figure out that you had these magical powers? Um, and do you think that everybody, if they're attuned to their authentic self, has this capacity to do so? Absolutely. I think, okay, so it's like a couple of things because you you did have a few questions, so hopefully I can consolidate it. So I think in the sense of does everyone have this, like my answer is pretty much a yes. But the yes is more like, could you do your own hair and, you know, do your own hair and makeup? Yeah. Could you become a professional celebrity red carpet hair stylist and makeup artist. It's like everyone can use it to to do your own self-care. And maybe you're good enough that you can do your friend's hair when you go out to a party. Or, you know, it's so I kind of look at it as it's a skill set. It's a muscle. It's something that you can work on and get better at. There are some people that are predispositioned to uh, be able to access it more, much like, you know, playing any sport or, you know. Yeah, naturally. Or, yeah, like that you have a natural ability to it. So it's, again, like I say, it's the spectrum. So you can have certain qualities and if you work on them, they'll get really good. If you're predispositioned to like 
work with a ton of people, then that's going to start to come to you as you integrate it in those small ways. So I kind of say with my journey, like I began as a hairstylist, which is why I use that as an example, and realizing that in a way I was already in people's energy fields, like working very closely. They tell you things. You're kind of the first to know different secrets. And you are this sort of quasi therapist for a lot of people. So I never realized at the time, now I look back and I'm like, wow, that was really preparing me to be comfortable with people, working with them one-on-one and like really getting to know someone. So that's how I kind of started that journey without starting the journey. Um, And then around my Saturn return was I was going through a lot of, you know, maturing obstacles and challenges. And I that's how I found like found out about the Saturn return. And thankfully at the time, uh, ended up also meeting who's now my best friend, Karina, um, who's an amazing healer in New York City. She uh, is. I've, I've, been, I've done work with her. Love it. Crystal and Karina. <laughs> um, and working with her as well really helped me start to decondition from how I was brought up and living more authentically as myself brought me into the healing world, but introducing me to yoga, crystal healing, um, just a lot of integrating my past experience. And then jump forward to around the time that my grandmother had passed away, my mom had a fortune deck from my grandmother's aunt And she was a costume designer in Hollywood and she would read these cards for like all the starlets and had passed it on to my mom. But around that time, I think it was, it was, must've been when we were getting together and she was like, you know, you're kind of into this stuff. I'm going to, this is yours now. And I just had this fortune deck, which was a hundred years old. Because it was made in 1917. I got it in 2017. My grandma passed away the week before her 100th birthday. It was a lot of like synchronistic events. I was going through hell at the time. I had a horrible roommate, bed bugs, like just things were like, like, what is happening? So kind of was at the tail end of that kind of internal chaos. I get this deck and I just started actually what's funny it didn't even occur to me till we're talking. Mary was one of the first people I gave a reading to. That's so funny. That what a, I was like, Mary was correlates like, oh everyone. Oh my god, I never thought Mary's about that. Our Mind you, I'm having lunch with Mary later today. Oh so my god, I love. I it. was like, we're just. I'm like, Mary, we love you. Oh uh, wow, I just like. I was like, oh, I'm just realizing she was one of the first people. And as I was playing with these cards, I just knew what to ask. And in that same time frame. Another person who was working on an Oracle deck gave me this Oracle deck and I started playing with that. And then I tell Karina about it because I was like, what are these decks? I'm loving them. I feel like I know how to read cards. And Karina's like, I I helped, I like contributed to that Kickstarter. You know whose deck that is? The very first yoga class I ever went to. That's is, fucking crazy. Is, See, the so universe conspires, the, people. The it universe really conspires. was. It's like they're in your energy and you don't even know it. And like that deck didn't exist at that time. So I just started to, I just knew how to read cards. Like it came immediately. I then was like, what am I even picking up on? Because I'm not telling people their futures. What is this that I'm, what am I picking up on? So I kept practicing and practicing and I was doing them like, Obviously, I was working with people one on one. I tell like, oh yeah, I could do this. We can. Like, look I remember it. when we were watching whatever the thing in Central Park, and you brought cards with and you, I brought them. and we, yeah, and you were like, just like, hey, let's do this. Yeah, and, and, and everybody was like honed in on. Totally yeah, it's just, just like, like, yeah, just start. Like, yeah, the music's great, great. Uh, start symphony, doing it, amazing. But you were like, mm-hmm. we're like, no, and there was like a flamingo. <laughs> balloon that's that's how you spotted it oh my god i do remember that <laughs> the weird things that i remember again pink we are just channeling pink right now right? if you guys are again you're not watching that i'm i'm wearing pink pink tub always has some shade of pinkish hair amazing um uh, i know we're coming soonish to a thing but do you want to do do we want to pull a card i know i saw you have your absolutely. cards absolutely well uh, give, me a heads, give me some so i know 
My, my does, it ha- does it need to be a yes no question? What does it need to be? We do not oh. have to because there's so much more we could talk about. We could talk oh, about I'm, the, I'm of- on your where are you vibing? <laughs> I, I, get, I, I always love the information. So I'm like, information is great. Yeah, whatever just information so, you want is it kind of pulls out. So wait, so just so everybody knows, the different apps that you go on is SLN. SLN.me. It's also, if you want the coffee table books, they're out, they're mainstream. It's the secret, the big book of birthdays. Google it. Yeah, big book of birthdays. I think the big book of relationships, there's a destiny one, but it's sln.me. Then there's the pattern app. The pattern app. Love it. Love it. Um, I go to astro.com for my astrology charts. I just like how it works. But if you like apps, time passages is really good for that. Um, uh, and then do you have a favorite like Oracle card deck or something? Oh, I know you have like a jillion. Yeah. I, okay. So I'm big deck energy. You guys, I have many, <laughs> many decks. <laughs> I was like, trust. I know. And then you also have a bajillion so- crystals. She gave crystals out at her wedding. It was, uh, Everyone got their 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 crystal like, and their tarot card was there as your yeah. card. What table you were at? Um, I am the magician. Uh, I love it. That's just also <laughs> another correlation, but we will not get into that. No, no, um, it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> For those who know, no. What is it? I why I uh, yeah. Whatever that, <laughs> you know, you know. Whatever that is, I is what I always. I'm like, oh, it's what is that? Um. But I think it would be fun to do a little Oracle moment. Let's do it. Well, I do. I do. I will give a shout out to one of my favorite decks for anyone that is kind of going through any major transformations. These are not cards that I would necessarily teach you how to read. The The visuals are not necessarily um, helpful when you're working with your psychic uh, um, powers. Um, but the guidebook is truly, it will tell you it's, what you want your best friend to tell you in your deepest moment of need, and it will hit. And it's the crystal mandala deck. I have right. Here. I have that one. I was like, I have the that crystal one. mandala deck by Alana Fairchild. And this, it has helped me through some of the biggest tr- like transitions in my life. So I do want to give a big shout out to that. Um, Let's do one card. Is does it have to be a yes or no question, or what? Are, what are we trying to do here? Well, depending on the question, I may pick some different decks. But let's see what. Yeah, what because we're we're almost like it, it will be a two minute moment. So um, I'm just like I'm going big. What does 2024 have in store for me? I know that's for so big, you, Jen. Okay, much for me, for me, for me. Jen Hazard, what it? What energy is in store? And again, you have like two minutes. And it's funny because it it will bring me to just being able to explain what you're experiencing. And let's see what comes up. Ah, okay. I'm excited already. Two of Wands. So the Two of Wands is a lot about really deciding what you're wanting for your future. You may have multiple opportunities. There might be multiple paths to take. And the way that you are going to um make your decisions is going to be based off of like what lights you up the most and you're a man gen right yeah yeah so manifesting it's, generator human design manifesting generator you're I'm like a manny jenny you're your emotional authority i don't know oh I, let me open it i have it right here we're gonna do this real quick uh na, na, na. i'm like i don't know <laughs> sacral oh you're sacral authority okay so sacral authority is uh-huh uh-huh like um, where did, oh, wait, did I lose you? There's your window. So sacral authority is going to be, uh-huh, uh-huh. So you're going to be making those decisions on what paths to take as they get offered to you. And it's going to be a guttural experience. You're, you're that whole, like, listen to your gut. That's great for a sacral, um, a sacral authority. So you're going to feel it. Uh-huh. I do want to do this or, uh-huh, I don't want to do this, but it's going to be a matter of, different paths are going to open up for you and it's which ones which light up your energy the most that you feel uh you want to take most i know we're like coming down on time <laughs> i know this okay you guys again tova is a fucking 
superstar human unicorn person that has all a bajillion talents and is so amazing. Um, what's your web? Oh, wait, is it is it your name? To- yeah, TobaAbigail.com. All the socials, everything's the same. Toba Abigail Instagram, Toba Abigail TikTok. TikTok, TikTok is where you, you will learn the tarot in a very fun and easy way to remember. That's my um, and plus she's also super funny and has crazy fun eyes sometimes in the tarot <laughs> and does all of the fun things and all of this stuff. Uh, but check her website out, check her socials out, check her things out. You can go and do all of those things with Tova because she's literally a unicorn human. And who does not want that in their fucking realm? Thank because I, I always just want Tova in my realm and in my life. And I'm just grateful that she's a part of my my friend network. Um, thank you so much. And thank you for having me. And hello. Going in all the directions. <laughs> I, I, I feel like I need like 17 hour shows just because I'm like, I want to talk to you all day. <laughs> I'll come back. If, if, if you need me to come back, I'll come back. <laughs> I, I'm positive. All of the listeners will want you to come back. And again, we can do deeper dives into SLN again my brain it goes SNL SLN secret language we could go deeper into human design and and astrology we could just do a whole fucking thing on like reading and do my star chart by them by the way I didn't know that website (laughs) I just love them (laughs) uh but thank you Tova for coming on and sharing your magical powers with everybody check her out again Thank you for all my listeners, all my production team. I love you guys so much. Uh, www.jenniferhazard.com on the YouTubes, on the Spotify's, on all of the things. Check it out. Uh, This episode is going to be freaking pumped. I feel like it's going to be best episode ever because everybody wants to know all of this stuff because it's just amazing. I love you so much. And again, thank thank you you for all of my listeners and everything. And hope to see you soon. I'm Jennifer Hazard, and you've been listening to Single and 40, a show on love, life, and everywhere in between. Tune in every first and third Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific on Transformation Talk Radio as we share candid stories and expert insight with, of course, a sprinkle of humor. If you know someone who would benefit from our conversation, share the show with them. You can also connect with us by following us on our social media and our YouTube channel or visit me at www.jenniferhazard.com.